the floor? Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo! Shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules. Kill or be killed, man, that shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you live in any ways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo! Oh shit. major news to say all right so as of now this will be the final episode as von versus the world podcast under von versus the world podcast the name will change into the bad news network and you will still get some daily dose or maybe monthly dose of bad news von with von versus the world podcast but you will also get more podcast shows as in the Michigan Marauders with the belt guy and as in the random ass pot random ass pro wrestling podcast with Mariah Party Marty and the belt guy and myself and the Van show which is going to be debuting tonight on Instagram live um also part of the bad news uh hold on me this up it's gonna fucking fall isn't it all right okay and I, I have to pull it up like a mic and that shit is broke anyway there will also be a part of the bad news network i'm more excited about this we did have a crime show that was already lined up and ready to go but um time was wasted but that doesn't explain my absence and why i Go ahead and roll up this joint live on air because I can do that. And, um, you know, I don't understand people, man. Like, um, so, well, I don't got enough to roll up a joint. I mean, that's just precious. Mmm, delicious. Alright, you know, we're just gonna have to use the bong. Alright, we're just gonna have to smoke live with the bong. Alright, that I had a super glue, not super glue, but a hot glue shit together. I should start selling these, these, um, makeshift bongs, pretty much, that I usually do, um, basically I just take an Arizona bottle, some aluminum foil, um, this time it's a metal straw, um, that is super glued in a hole, and I put my aluminum foil on top of it, I'm actually gonna read, uh, put a new one on there right now. 
you gotta change it. And of course, you know, you got the water in there, whatever like that, blah 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 this and that, blah 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 right? Okay. So yeah, that's what that's what I use to smoke sometimes, but I I recently bought some um some cones. Now I like cones versus wraps. Um, because I don't have to wrap the motherfuckers. I got big hands. I don't like the wrap. I never liked the wrap. I never did. I hated it. Um, I think every time I had some weed or whatever, I bite somebody over and they wrap it. Now, I got the cones. So I don't have to really invite anybody over to wrap it for me. If you know what I mean. Looking downtown in San Francisco for a woman. You know what I mean. I wanted a woman. I couldn't find no women. I found a lot of men that look like women. What's wrong with you, Gene? I'm telling you like it is, baby. Cause that's how it is. That's that's your kind of place. Cause that's your kind of people. Cause you never had a woman, baby. Listen, Dr. David Schultz in this timeline and this era of professional wrestling probably would have got canceled for that alone. I probably would have got canceled for just reciting that. I mean, people are so fucking sensitive. Um, I swear to God. Um, it's like, why are we getting corrected in a private conversation? I just don't understand it. So I just kind of just shut the fuck up. You know, unless it's like my day ones. I don't know why I said it like that. But unless it's like somebody I fuck with pretty heavy. I can, you know, I can talk to because everybody's so fucking sensitive um, today. You should make a movie here. Everybody's so fucking sensitive. But yeah, I am here to give you my live, not live, but because this happened like a few weeks ago. I'm here to review Starcast and All Out. Uh, yeah, Starcast and All Out, yo. So, my journey to Starcast started what time it started at seven o'clock but i was already i was up at at uh four i'm very anxious when i travel um you know just superly anxious just pacing back and forth you know like it's a time yet it's a time yet it's a time yet it's a time yet you know and when my cousin got here and he picked me up and and I smuggled so many joints because guess what? I took a fucking train! Choo choo, motherfucker. Which everybody could argue would say, you could have just bought it there. I know that. But I had a jar of weed, right? So why not? You know what I mean? So anyway, I get on, I get on the train. And it's not bad. It's like five hours to just cut the time and have. I would have got there. I would. It would have been a ten-hour trip if I took a bus. Five hours is not bad. That's like counting the layovers that I have experienced. That's not bad. Steady moving. You know, stopping every thirty minutes. That's fine. I don't know how fast the train goes while you're on the train, but it seems like it goes pretty fucking fast. But it seems like you also go in slow motion, baby. Slow motion, baby. <laughs> it just feels like that, in a way. Um, but then uh, I think um, shout out to my niece's uh, dad, Chris. He's from Chicago. All right, he, his niece stays in Flint. Originally, I was going to just ride with him to Chicago. Now I might. Now Van wants to go to the Survivor Series, 
and I'm heavily thinking about it just because it's easier. It's a, it's a lot easier. I think that's why Van realized that and he asked me, he goes, because it's a lot easier. It's on that way. It's on that side. I can get there a little bit quicker. You know what I mean? Instead of just flying across America to watch, you know, maybe a lackluster pay-per-view. I, I still not happy about the finish of a uh, warlord versus, um, Samoa I'm still not happy, but I'm not happy about the finish about Warlord about MJF versus Samoa Joe. Horrible finish. Horrible. It, it, Joe got to get his come ups, bro. He can't be getting uh, choked out by his own move by someone smaller than him. Come on, man. Making us big niggas look bad. But anyway, so you know, extremely confusing. We get to I got, I got to Chicago. Don't know what what street I'm on, whatever. I just know it's busy. There's a lot of horns honking. You know, it's like New York a little bit. So uh, he uh, pulls up and he drives me 30 minutes where I was like, and I asked him like, why are we going to rich part of Chicago? Like, why is it this part? Like, it's actually everything is all Chicago, but he like pretty much this whole there's even where you going in Chicago. I'm like, oh. Okay, well, never mind. Well, I guess I'll just be in Chicago. I'm like, well, this is a nice-ass hotel. I'm like, well, and then I noticed that, like, StarCast is here. You know, this is where StarCast is going to be at. You can get a room here, but StarCast is here. So, while trying to find Van, which I'm thinking I walked past, he said he was already at the room when I touched down. So... I'm like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to the third floor. That's what I basically said. Like, we got this room, blah, 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 blah. While going to the third floor, kid you not, it's Dennis Rodman um, chilling um, at the elevator lounge. Just just chilling. Um, I didn't say nothing to him. I didn't say, how you doing? Because I know that the main reason of StarCast is niggas to get paid for saying, how you doing? I ain't have the money to say how you doing to Dennis Robin, so I left him be. I let him. I looked at him, whatever like that. And um, I think he got on the elevator after me. He didn't think we were gonna be on the same floor. <laughs> so here's the thing: I'm sitting in the third floor lobby. There's a big ass lobby where you can just sit and chill and relax. This 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 this, this is like one of the best hotels I've been in. Where you can sit at a big ass lobby, like downstairs, upstairs, whatever, and just chill and and relax. You know, it was like a big ass hall. I don't know. I've never been to a hotel this this really big. It's like Disney World. <laughs> not really, not really. I'm exaggerating, but this hotel was pretty big. Um, with a really nice five star restaurant, like right next to it. The chef was insulted that we got deep dish pizza. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, he was. Um, but anyway, um, I'm sitting in the third floor lobby, and Dennis Robin is strolling on out. And he's like, oh, man, not this nigga again. But he noticed that I'm not just a regular fan. I'm just a dude that's trying to find his friends at the room, whatever. So I'm like, hmm. I'm like, 
He's now he's not he's he's literally not worried about me bugging him because I think he was worried about me bugging him, and I wasn't. I knew who he was. I looked at him and just just always when the short person where the shorter person look at a taller person. I'll get to that one in a minute. Um, you look up, and I looked up, and I was like, oh my god, he's fucking tall. I'm like, he is tall and lanky. I'm like, I don't know who the little light-skinned girl is. I didn't want to assume anything, you know. Um, I thought it was this girl, whatever, like that. And then they were with this, like, this black chick that was totally separate. That, I said, you here for, I said, you here for, um, StarCast for the show? She's like, no, I'm just in town. I'm like, oh. I, I didn't ask her any more questions. I think I asked her, do you smoke? She's like, no, I don't smoke. I'm like, I think that's like the safe answer for anybody now, like these days. Like, it could be fitting on there. Like, you know, niggas did not trust my, my reefer. That's the same. <laughs> it, it didn't trust it. Hey, shout out to the housekeepers, by the way, man. Because I try to get them to smoke with us, too. And like, like all of them. And um, they had some very safe answers. <laughs> until to 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 it got a little too real she's like i know people that that has it no like no nah, nigga i have it i got it oh you got it oh no nah, i don't smoke though okay all right whatever all right <laughs> i'm just not giving a fuck about who actually who. i just wanted someone to smoke with like i we can't even smoke in the hotel room but here i am like at night just fucking puffing them up like cigarettes all right so anyway I get a text message. Van says, I'm downstairs at the bar. I'm like, oh, okay. So I go downstairs at the bar. He calls me, he goes, you up, you're not there for But yeah, I'm like, you gonna stay up there? I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. Like, man, come down here, man. <laughs> you know, he knows I'm kind of like closed off. So like, so I come down there and he's like, hey man, it's so good to see you, man. It's, it's great to see you. Genuine hug and ever he meets me with a uh, uh, shout out to Shaston. And I met Shaston that night at um he's pretty cool. He's like man the he's bald too and a beard. <laughs> That's what he said. We're all bald. <laughs> yes, yes we are. <laughs> I was like yeah this is this could be a new thing. We we all bald a all bald trio. So. You know, I asked him, like, how that food tastes, man? It tastes all right. It looks over. I was like, it looks overpriced as fuck. <laughs> like, you going to eat something? Like, nah. I was like, but I, I do want to take a shower. Okay, like, after that, I get roasted by Ben. Like, man, you look like you about to go. You look like you eat lunches at, at, at only at school. <laughs> so I was like, like, what? I like, what, because of my sweats and how I'm dressed? Because I, I had on sweats, a hoodie. And, uh, and some um, some troops on, and he, he's like, man, you look like, cause I had a I had a fucking book bag or uh, a gym bag as a book bag, the way I was wearing it, like a traveling bag. And um, he's like, man, you look like you about to go ahead and uh, rob the damn goddamn school, whatever. I forgot what he said, but um, but yeah, not to depend, and I got finally get my shower. He's like, you getting fresh already? I'm like, yeah, of course I'm getting fresh already. Yeah. And we about to go out. Like, 
I, of course, I when I always want to, when I always meet up with Van, I always want to go to the strip clubs because, like I told him, we don't got one, we don't got none here. <laughs> really don't. <laughs> we really don't. I don't know what the fuck happened. The pandemic wiped out the strippers. They, they had to go get OnlyFans. Now the OnlyFans income is kind of dying down. I, they, I bet you they kind of wish them strip clubs was open. I'm just saying, people gotta make a living, and I gotta see some titties. So, <laughs> please, the city of Flint, please open up more strip clubs, please. Um, I guess in fairness, there's the men's club, and there's Deja Vu, and there's one like literally down the street. I could walk to it, but uh, let's just say some buddies of mine got shanked there, and that means they got shanked really bad. Um, so I, I don't even, I haven't stepped foot in there like over, over 10 years. It's been like 10 years since that happened, I believe. So anyway. <clears throat> so we, uh, we get all, uh, dressed, whatever like that, go downstairs. Uh, I think he's, um, we're walking by cause I don't got a wristband and they're not saying shit to me though. Um, uh, we're just walking by Brett right back and forth. Uh, and I see Hook, Hook, I'm like, um, Van points him out, and I'm like, where the fuck is Hook? He had his hair pulled back. I'm like, oh. And like, he had like an entourage, like, oh, okay. That's the first nigga I see is Hook. And then the second nigga I see walking back towards the room, and you would never believe it, is RVD. You know, Rob Van Dam. And I know RVD is high as a kite. Alright? I, I really want... Like, there was... I don't know I'm going to the show I was talking about going. I'm not sure. We're going to have to see. It's in Battle Creek. I kind of want to go. I'm going to be talking to XJ tomorrow. Um, I'll get into why I'm going to be talking to XJ tomorrow. But, like... Dude, um, like, RVD walked past, and I was like, should I say something to him, should I say, should I say something to him, I'm like, I'm gonna see you on the 31st, you know, um, you know, like, work in the backstage area, you know, I thought about it, and I was like, nah, that'd be creepy as fuck, and then I see him later that night, you know, at the, at the bar, I'm like, man, you know, with Kawada, I was just marking out, I'm at this part, it, if you ever seen a mark out, you see it. I like Japanese wrestling. I think that's why I like Kingston so much. I like Japanese wrestling. So I knew all about Kawada. I knew he, um, in the U.S., he wasn't really giving his flowers and stuff. It was always Masawa, 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 uh, Kiyabachi, uh, Kenta Kiyabachi and stuff. Uh, it wasn't about Kawada. Nobody really talks about Kawada. I, I always used him as... He was always used that. He was always known as Dangerous K, or the guy with the yellow boots, or that nigga looked like my Uncle John. Like, <laughs> I'm serious. I always called him. I'm gonna pick Uncle John. Now I found out about Kawada through Versal Pro Wrestling. Then I started watching his matches. This motherfucker is the truth. I swear to God. So, um, uh, of course, Sonny Ono was there. You know, Sonny Ono. He's there with the. He used to come around with the camera or whatever like that in WCW. He's all gray and 
you know, he, he just gray. He just gray. He still like Sonny Ono, but he's gray. You know, and there's somebody else over there, and I think I seen Kingston pop up. That's the RVD pop up, and I was like, oh wow. And um, there's like, man, this is a chance to get a picture, man. You don't have to pay for it. I was like, nah. I don't feel right doing that. Like, I was like, oh, nah, man, I ain't about to invade their space. You know, they're having a good time. I'll see them tomorrow, you know? So, uh, this is after we came back from uh, this deep dish restaurant that that was like 40 bucks for a piece of, uh, small ass pizza, by the way. Not small ass. You've seen the pictures. It, was a, it wasn't a small. That was a small. That's considered a small pizza. With 40, we each got one. We each, uh, the, the, the other guy, Justin, he got a flatbread. And I think he ate all of it. But we, we ate like one slice a piece. I kid you the fuck not. <laughs> we, and, and, like Shaston, Van, and myself are some pretty big dudes. Okay. So for us to eat like one slice of fucking pizza was crazy so we're chilling in the hotel lounge and i totally forgot rvd and everybody else is there because i went to go have a smoke break i smoked and smoked and smoked i just had to smoke back to back i'm sorry it just it was a lot going on in the lobby it wasn't wild it was just a lot going on van knows what i'm talking about I just won't say what was going on. It ain't nothing bad. It was just a little bit of chatter, mainly on his part. You know, not not Van's part, but like his. I feel sorry for his ears. <laughs> Let me just say that I feel sorry for his ears. Uh, Josh is like he's just chilling, and me, I'm obviously high. I'm just rubbing my hands. I'm rubbing my hands and relaxing. Van's like, man, you feeling great? Am I feeling great? <laughs> like man so so we had to get some sleep it's good. I had tequila you know I don't drink I I said I don't drink but I, I for some reason I had an instinct when I go to a restaurant I, I get a double shot of tequila and that's it that's all I got and um and uh, I was like well damn that hit me pretty hard a little bit, you know, I wasn't drunk or nothing, I was like, alright, it's a little buzz, now I'm smoking, you know what I'm saying, um, but yeah, but I brought like a big ass bottle of tequila, because I, I didn't plan to drink it, I brought, I brought it for them, tequila and wine, yeah, un unopened wine, like maybe a almost full bottle of tequila, Van gets some and uh, before we get down to the lobby and he he said man that shit got me drunk so fucking fast that shit is cheap i'm like cheap tequila like cheap liquor gets you drunk fast bro like that's why these bums get it like you know what i'm saying like that's why these bums bum liquor that's what it, that's what they call it they call it bum liquor so yeah so i got i was like yeah man i got tequila man you know it was basically it was for company but you know i don't i haven't had much company so I just, I just went ahead and just brought it with me, and I'm not taking it back. So, yeah, they, Van only drunk like one shot of tequila, and I left it. I left the, uh, I was the last one to leave, so I left it. I left it there with, uh, I tried to pop open the wine, but it turns out it had a cork in it, of course. 
I was like, fuck. And so I just went ahead and said, fuck it. It's not like, so it was like a whole bottle of tequila and wine, just straight up. And I was like, I hope the housekeepers get this. Like, I just hope they can be able to keep it. Because there ain't nothing wrong with that tequila. There's didn't, obviously there's nothing wrong with that wine. So, um, so uh, anyway, we, so I, I wake up at 9 o'clock because that's the time to meet Eddie Kingston. Everything goes by pretty quick, to be honest with you, before the show. The line is wrapped around the whole hotel already. And I got there like eight something for Eddie Kingston. This is, um, it was also for Kawada as well. And, um, you know, the line was moving. Once it started moving, it moved pretty quickly. Um, and when I got to Kingston, I said, man, thanks for putting on the, the Flint traffic shirts, man, showing that love. Flint, bro. I mean, no problem, man. No problem. You know, I gave him some dap, you know, the hood dap. I think he's technically injured somewhere. And we gave us the hood hug. And I forgot I'm heavy handed. Keep forgetting I'm heavy handed. <laughs> so, you know, I might have smacked him on the shoulder a little too hard. Um, to say that. Um, so, uh, like, the picture, it looks like I'm concerned or nervous in the picture. I, I really did not like that picture. And, like, the, like I had to edit that picture heavily. Um, I didn't really like the picture as much as the lighting was bad and everything. I wish it was a retake, whatever. Van was, was offering to be my guy. He ended up becoming my guy like later on but he was sleeping he he didn't pay for the second day oops i, I snitched <laughs> but he got in but he's so recognizable in a way so he he got in you know without a problem i wish i would have just walked around like that too so you know i'm waiting for van you know um he's um he's getting ready and I'm like, I'm going to be in the collector's room. Uh, I'm, I went down to the collector's room. And I'm actually like, Where, where's the fuck is Prince Nana? You know, for some reason. <laughs> like, uh, Prince Nana, I think he's going to be in the tent. The tent? Y'all got this nigga here in the tent? <laughs> so, I was so offended. Because <laughs> I didn't understand. I was like, a tent? Why this nigga in a tent? I was like, so I got there in the collector's room, and I looked, and I see high spots. You know, I saw high spots where I was at the uh, the SummerSlam um, um, WrestleCon. You know, I see high spots, whatever, like that. And, you know, I, I had already bought some shit from them, okay? So I ended up buying something from Toy Vima, and I bought, like, two action figures. Um... I bought a, like a, a zombie monster Oscar that has like, my my girlfriend is really into horror and she was a big Fiend fan so Oscar this Oscar looks like the Fiend um in a way um and I was like I'm gonna customize it which I do plan to do it uh do a custom female Fiend out of that uh cause you know she got the purple hair and shit 
and you know the mask pretty cool i was like i really dig this i might get this i might get this because told van like it reminds me of what's the face i won't say my girlfriend's name um it reminds me of what's the face i'm gonna do a custom on this one and then i was only just gonna get that one because i had to go through uh what i had to go through they had them in a case but this nigga sold me them in a zip ziplock bag so i didn't get the fucking case so i can just you go here you know i didn't get that case that i could put on my wall i got a ziplock bag nigga so then i also find china and i go oh man like this is attitude era china like i don't think i don't i don't think i ever seen this one this is a mattel updated attitude era china and i was like I'm, I'm gonna get it. So I grab it. It's like 20 bucks. You know, I, I chopped it up with old dude. I was like, man, your store look really fucking familiar, bro. He's like, Ethan Page. You're like, I don't know. He's like, he said, Matt Cardona and my, um, uh, what's that boy's name? Uh, fuck. What is that boy's name? Damn, that, that, that's bad. That's Brian Myers. Because I didn't want to call him Kurt Hawkins. You know, face the facts. That was horrible gimmick, by the way. Um, yeah, I didn't want to call him Kurt Hawkins, so Brian Myers. So Brian Myers, um, I guess, and Kurt, Matt Cardona shop there a lot. They do a lot of uh, collecting there, and it's like, so there's some real good deals. Like the action, like the ring set that we used to play uh, with the WWF uh, Hasbro. It's like 150. I think that's a fucking steal in itself, and it's sealed. It's like a sealed box. Um, there was some other shit. I asked him like, "You got some video games?" He said, "Nah," you know. And then they showed the uh, UPW. UPW was being um, hosted by the Blue Meanie, and it cost to take a picture of the Blue Meanie, and I was really scared because he was he had these uh these uh, uh posters out and i really wanted to get one but I, I wasn't sure if i had to pay for it and get it autographed by blue meanie or not i'm not sure so we checked it out while blue meanie was gone somewhere i i, I guess we, i could have just snacked the poster right there and there and put it in my bag but then there's like so many people like hey that black motherfucker took a poster you know <laughs> So I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. So I'm walking around. I'm checking out. Uh, I didn't get a chance to check out the Lucha mask. I was just looking, and I walked past Devolution. Um, they're just chilling. Um, you know, they're just sitting in their seats, just looking around. They're just chilling, um, relaxing, whatever. And then Lash Larue, I guess he was bored. Lash Larue busts out, started singing. Now. Here's the thing. This is what makes this interaction so fucking wonderful. Lash LaRue bust out singing. And he's singing. And I'm walking towards his way. But I was going to turn right. Because I have a picture with Lash LaRue. So I wasn't going to bug him right then and there. He greets me first. Hey, what's going on, big fella? You know, with that, that southern Louisiana voice 
And it was just, uh, he had a southern charm, bro. We had like a 30 minutes conversation before Van came down there, brother. I was like, hey, man, my friend got a redeem for a picture, man. He's, he's going to give it to me to take a picture with you. Like, man. And I was like, dude, I really fucking miss you, bro. He's like, I really appreciate that. I was like, I had my first match since 13 years. I'm like, are you fucking serious? He goes, yeah. How was it? it like, you feeling okay? You know, the wrestler's coming out. He's <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel great. It's just like riding a bike. That's what every wrestler tells me. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a wrestler too. At that time, I was. He's like, really? I go, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm actually in the middle of um, physical therapy. I fucked my shoulder up and weightlifting. He's like, oh, man. And I was like, uh, yeah, but I got injured twice in wrestling doing, um, uh, I forgot what I said I did, kickouts. I explained the kickouts to him. Um, yeah, that's what it was. He's, he's, like, he's like, wait, wait, wait. You got injured during a kickout drill? Yes. Like He's like, how the, how did, how did you get injured during a kickout drill? Like, yeah, previous injuries, bro. I used to be an MMA fighter, and I got bad knees. And I said, you know, um, what happened was we had our practice match. Everybody had a good practice match, and our, you know, our trainer said, Nobody kickouts were strong enough. He said, everybody's going to have to do a kickout drill. And I was like, me and my partner at the time was like, what? You know, <laughs> it's because me and him had, because Ray had good, strong kickout. He he knew he didn't fuck up, but I knew I didn't fuck up. And I knew Tango didn't fuck up. Like, fuck you, Tango. And I know Tango, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> No, Tango didn't fuck up. I'm not trying to single. He said, I'm not trying to sing. He told me in the car who it was, but he said he wasn't. And when as I was explaining this to Lodge LaRue, he's like, I'm not trying to single anybody out. So he said, everybody's going to fucking do him. So I did one, came back, did a second one, felt clack, you know. And I would just roll out the ring immediately, and I just scream bloody murder. I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Yeah, it's the second time. Fuck up my meniscus, man. I don't know." And you know, um, I think uh, we talked a little bit more, and then we ended the conversation. I was like, "I'll be back in like in a few minutes, whatever." My friend, he's he's gonna meet me at the door, and we'll be right here to take a picture. So. As I make a round, whatever, like that, and I see other stuff that's on the other side, and I notice there, there's hoodoo shit there. I was like, I was very tempted. I was like, why the fuck some hoodoo shit is here? And I was like, I don't know. Should I buy some? And I wasn't sure. But, I, you know, I was like, do you know they selling magic over there? Like, <laughs> you know, like, it was it was crazy. They had a Dan House down there, too, uh, I think, at one of the tables or whatever. And, um... I was like, damn. So we go back. So me and Van uh, meet up, and we we go right towards Lasharu. Lasharu has a podcast interview, so we came in just in the nick of time, and we talked about another twenty minutes. And Van's like, man, you know, he's like, man, man, my boy was so excited. He didn't even know you were on the on the thing. He got there, he saw the the itinerary, and he goes, Lash Larue, and he's like, 
Hey, like, he was really excited. He like, I, he like, I know you don't get out much. You don't do this too much, man. I'm just hoping that you do this a lot more, you know. And, you know, it was like, I'm hoping that too, man. Because it's, it's, it's fucking great to see. I watched you when I was a kid until I was, you know, a teenager, man. Like, I remember all this shit, the cybers, everything, you know. We took the picture. He got it. He got it. He took a picture yesterday. And then he got it. And he went to Walgreens. Like, he immediately goes to Walgreens and parent, smart man. He prints them out and get them, and get them signed. So, it looks, like, legit. I'm like, wow. That shit is crazy. So, I got to still print my stuff out with Kingston, Nana, and um, Lash LaRue. So, if the next StarCast happen, I'll definitely do that. Um just have them signed out. I mean, I I contemplated actually bringing one of my Def Jam covers, um, Fight for New York. You as you know, Eddie Kingston was a part of the Urban Wrestling Federation, and that was basically Def Jam. It was expired by Def Jam, pretty much. More like icons, I guess. If you really want to get into it, I guess. Uh, but Kingston was the one that was beating up niggas. Leaving them KO'd against the, flint, the fence and everything, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so the last person I gotta meet is Prince Nada. That's right, Prince Nada. Man asked me, why are you so excited to meet Prince Nada? I said, he gave me some advice years ago when I was still in MMA and um, for pro wrestling, I fucked with Prince Nana. I've been fucking with Prince Nana for since 20, um, 2020, uh, 20, uh, 2004. I should have just said 2004. Been fucking with the Prince since 2004. All right. And, and he's entertaining as he was back then, especially when Ring of Honor would, would come on on Fox 66. Real niggas would know. They come on Fox 66 late at night and shit. Tommaso Ciampa, I would remember, I would, I would, I would remember this moment. Tommaso Ciampa won this, uh, might have been a battle royal. They basically did the same thing they did the, like the night after. Um, they, uh, they did a battle royal where uh, the person get a big ass check. And uh, Prince Nada cuts a promo after Tommaso Ciampa wins and he's holding his big ass check. And I just, I would never forget it. He goes, must be the money, must be the money. Do, 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 <laughs> Crack the fuck up. That was like 2013, nigga. That's 10 years ago. Oh, my God. God, yeah, because Champa had the fucking blonde mohawk. Um, yeah, man, um, that was definitely 2020, 20, um, 2013 when that happened so I'm waiting we waiting for 30 minutes for Prince Nana because we're in the tent when this tent I'm thinking is outside it turns out it's not uh Lash LaRue just finished his his uh his uh interview and so he walked past us give us some dap and um we see Dunn Rosa walk by and I thought about um getting a picture with her she was pretty cheap though um like she was cheap so was nana nana was cheap too i forgot how much i paid for nana nana was 
cheaper than Kingston. Everybody was cheaper than Kingston. <laughs> now Kingston was like thirty nine altogether for a package. Uh, so Nana was like thirty for the package, and Lash Larue was a redeem, so it was free for me. Um, so when I got up there, he goes, "There's my man." You know who you look like? You look like Bad News um, Brock. I said, it's funny you say that. Because I wrestle as Bad News Bond. He goes, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. So, I, I, I was like, yeah, man. I'm a big, big fan of yours, bro. I fucked with you since high school. You know? Which was uh, when Ring of Honor, you know, came about. So... Um, it was emotion. It was uh, Van said he got two pictures, and it was like two pictures of like me and Nana, and it was like a genuine reaction, like me and him hugging and everything. So, and I didn't realize Nana is leaning in on on me, like, look at this big ass guy. Like, I'm leaning on him. Like, <laughs> I just noticed it. I was like, is he leaning on me with one shoulder with his legs crossed? I was like, that's fucking funny. Like, <laughs> so, it, it, the most funny thing is, like, he writes down the, the autograph and shit, and he says, send me everything you did in pro wrestling and tag me in it. I'm like, man, I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate you. And right before I go, he goes, you got something in your beard. I'm like, I do? Like, yeah, it's on your side. I was like, oh, it's just gray hair. Oh, get away from me! Oh, get away! <laughs> I started cracking up. <laughs> so, so I was like, <laughs> "That's that's funny. That's funny." I just left with a smile because I was it was genuinely it was genuinely a smile. I was like, "Can't believe I missed. I can't believe I met Prince Nana." I just kept saying over and over again, "I can't believe I can't believe I met Prince Nana." And <laughs> then found out that night that you know why Nana is you know the man you know uh, because they, he could, they gave him a, a, a backstage promo. And shit. I think they got a entrance as well too. Um, they gave him a, pro, a backstage promo, and I kid you not, he they were doing a charity battle royal. Uh, you know they always do a battle royal or whatever like that. Everybody had came to the ring, whatever like that, and then some people that they really wanted to highlight it had. Um, uh, I should have known that Swerve and Hangman was going to feud because they came out after each other, so. Um, Prince Nana, the mobile embassy, comes out. Um, and then Hangman comes out as a surprise entrance. That as in the first, I think all out. No, as in the first double or nothing. The callback of the first double or nothing. To be honest with you. So, um, so it got down to Hangman, and I, now I'm getting into the show. All right. We're, we're there at, at All In. You don't need to go into how I got in there or whatever like that, blah, 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 blah. But I'm sitting behind the stage again, which is a great view for someone that can't take lights. And I don't have my sunglasses. So Van was kind of like worried. He like, dude, you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. Like, dude, I'll be fine. I'll be all right. <laughs> I, 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 it looks like I'm sitting behind the stage again. Like... Um, which is fine, because I had a whole session to myself, and it was great, and I enjoyed it, 
Um, so, um, let's just start with the first match. I believe the first match was a six-man ti uh, title match with Satman Singh, who's now getting ring time, and uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal um, against the Acclaim and uh, Daddy Ass, uh, Billy Gunn. I don't think you can legally call him Billy Gunn. I think it's just Daddy Ass. Because I think... WWE owns the rights to Billy Gunn, and he 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 can he could have got a, he can get away with it if he was still teaming with the Gun Club. So there was like a workaround. So he just became Daddy Ass because he was Mister Ass. Now he's Daddy Ass. So you know, it's just so funny to hear. And the claim and Daddy Ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to hear back. But anyway, they, they were going against Jay Lethal and Jeff fucking Jarrett. Second time to see Jeff Jarrett fucking live. Hey, I think this is the first time I see Billy Gunn live. I'm not really sure. I saw, you know, the Acclaim live maybe three times this time at this point. Um, So, so uh, yeah, um, it, it answers shenanigans. Dennis Robin got involved, and he's just in the ring chilling with all the the guitar pieces. He's still holding the guitar thing. Arby Evers is letting it go. I think uh, Billy Gunn hit the Famouser on Jeff Jarrett, and it was like a one, two, three. Um, it it was a go. It was an okay match. It was good. I I, I love Jeff Jarrett Hill work, man. He just the best, he's he's real good at it, man. It's gonna be real. It's a real sad day when he retire. I swear. Um, I, I love the fact that Jeff Jarrett's in in um, AEW because they they call it because it's online. They calling him Team TNA, <laughs> pretty much. I forgot what Max Caster said to him um, towards the uh, the ring. So, all right, so we get to the Battle Royale. I think it was another match, but I'm not remembering if it was or not. There was like three matches. Okay, there was a six, it was a six-woman uh, tag team match. Um, ooh, let me see if I can remember this. It was Sky Blue, the hometown heroes, Willen Nightingale, I want to say Sheeta. Sheeta, Sheeta, Sheeta. Against Athena... Mercedes Martinez and Diamante. Okay, I got it. Oh my god. Okay. Um. So I guess Mercedes and Diamante is being a team, and Adina's is being in the overcockily champion. I, I wasn't following ROH at the time. Billy Stars is being the overly, overly, overly happy fan. She's like she's jumping up and down. Adina's telling her to stop fucking jumping and shit. Um, they lose. I forgot how they lose. I believe Star uh, Blue got the pin. Um, a lot of people simp over Star Blue. I don't know why. The girl's young. Right. <laughs> Wrestling fans is weird. The girl is fucking young, dude. Um, I mean, she's a dog, but um, she's a little young for my liking. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just, I'm there for the wrestling. All right. 
I'm pretty sure there's ass cheeks down the street that I could have been watching. You know, if I want to see ass cheeks, I go see some ass cheeks at the strip club. All right. I came to see some fucking wrestling. All right. And then we get to the battle royale. Now, now everybody got it. Like everybody came out during the promo, whatever, like that, the build up, whatever. When the lights was dark, whatever. They're surrounding the ring. Justin Ramos is now saying this is the battle royale, and there's so few people getting. There's a few people that came back, like Scorpio Sky. He got an entrance. The mobile industry, industry, industry. Uh, they got an entrance. Hangman Page was the last person to get in the ring. Tony Nese comes on the uh, in the ring, and he and he's basically saying that let's let's uh, we all know that I'm gonna win, and let's just all work out. You know, let let me start one, two, three. You know, everybody ding ding ding. They just throw his ass out the ring, and motherfuckers start getting thrown out left and right, left and right, left and right. So it got down to Brian Cage and Hangman Page. Now, for some reason, Brian Cage has adopted the Blade Runner look, like like the powers of pain. He had he he got a new look. He's he has face paint. He has face paint, and he reminds me of the Warlord. I don't know if that's by design or whatever. Um, I really, I'm really hoping he's probably made, he might be, he might be experimenting to be completely fucking honest with you because, um, he was gifted the fucking Mortis gimmick before Canyon died. You heard me right. He was gifted the Mortis gimmick before Canyon died. And someone told me before Brian Cage retired. We're probably going to see Mortis too. He already donned a mask as Thanos. He's already wearing face paint and long tights now. I say if he still got that costume and he gets it redone or some redone somehow, we're going to see Mortis. But anyway, Hangman Page hits uh, Brian Cage with the dead eye and Pete and Chicago booed him. Ooh, you know, normal wrestling, you know. Um, you know, they booed him. And he got cheered later on in the pay-per-view um, because he donated his money to the Chicago public school system. Yay! Cowboy shit! Cowboy shit! I'm like, you hypocrites! <laughs> so anyway, but, um, so that is zero hour. Now we get into fucking all out. I believe the first match. Fucking now I gotta look it up. Hold on. I'll tell you what the first match was. In a minute. This is real time. Looking it up right now. Unedit. Yes. Because I have to remember this. Results please. Not tickets. I hope no tickets is on sale. Jesus Christ. No, we don't want the results of 2020. <clears throat> Alright, hold on. Wow, this is like super detailed. And Denzin, what are their uh, partnerships? Okay. It just shows. Uh... Oh my god. 
it just shows Orange Cassidy. Like the here we go. AEW. AEW has the results. It just went there. Nigga, we're on time. I mean I mean, I'm not like was it I got an hour, right? I don't know why I thought I'd get more than an hour, but I don't know. because um, we're not on a computer. Okay. So I'm gonna try to wrap this up as much as I can because I got shit to do. Alright. <laughs> I do, I do. I think I, I really got shit. Okay. It was the over the budget charity battle royale. That's and the winner got fifty K and had Garcia. Oh yes, okay, yep. Yep, it was uh Sean Spears, Hager, Garcia who hip thrusts his way all the way to the back. Um and there we go, the trios match. Uh there's that and Alright, so to start off the show, it was better than you, baby, against the Dark Order. And the fans were chanting double clothesline. That was true. Um, it was an okay match. I'm not going to read this whole bar for bar, word for word thing, to be honest with you. Um, I think it should have got shorter time, to be honest with you. I, I think everybody had lost face to the Dark Order. They were in Ring of Honor and they did a feud with the Righteous as faces. And then they turned heel against Paige. And now they're just lingering again. So, Dark Order winning the ROA's titles was nah. I was like, if you're going to do all that, you might as well join the fucking Righteous. Like, I'm thinking. Because that's what Stu Grayson did, right? He joined the Righteous. So, it would make more sense. I mean, they're not doing anything with the Dark Order. You know, it lost credibility. And like, I don't know. I just would permanently move them to ROH personally and have them join the Righteous and let them wear all uh, fights. Um, so, apparently, <laughs> someone said something about Shane Taylor's shorts. This isn't boxing, but these are big, big fight feels. It's because Shane, Shane, Shane Taylor is wearing boxing shorts. Okay, so this match was literally six minutes long. But interesting, Samoa Joe set up a program with MJF by pushing him and walking down to the ring, and then, and then uh, uh, it had to be broken up. And that's when I saw KM in a purple suit. Congratulations, by the way. I'm not being sarcastic. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, um, they were like separated, whatever. And the and Shane Taylor came out, and this was this was a short big man match. I don't know they were cut on time, whatever. But it was like six minutes, and and I think Joe. Joe the knee strike him and locked in a submission to force Shane Taylor to tap out. So that was that was it pretty much. It was back and forth and then Joe got the best of him. Darby Allen versus Lucius Soros with Christian Cage with Christian Cage tied up on the line. <laughs> this match was fucking brutal. Alright, um Luchasaurus basically just beat the fuck out of Darby Allen. It's heart, my heart was in my throat. Jesus. Oh, uh, that's what he said? That's what Excalibur said? 
Jim Ross was out there? Jim Ross was not out there. They said, they clearly said Kelly Kelly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they it was a lot going on. Um, I think uh, Christian was trying to get Nick Wayne to throw in the towel, and he didn't throw in the towel, and and it was just a lot. And after the match, um, Luchasaurus hold Nick Wayne down, and it looks like Christian was going to hit um, Darby Allen with the concerto, but a bunch of random ass wrestlers came out and made the save. And when I mean random, I mean random. <laughs> I mean, it was people on the roster, but it was like, it's people you haven't seen in a while, like Lee Johnson and everybody. Like, this is fucking random. This, this, this did feel like a special dynamite. And um, we're going to come right back because we're kind of on time. All right. Now it's time to get to the best part of this show that I personally enjoy. All right. <laughs> Hold up. Before before we can ever properly uh before we can properly talk about this match, we need an introduction. Uh we need a introduction. Uh Before this match, okay, please. Well, we're probably gonna get a commercial, but oh, great! It's, it's a short. All right, cool. Let's cut this up. Y'all want a great match? <laughs> nah. Bump that. <laughs> <laughs> want to see two big men with big kids? <laughs> Chest <laughs> and big muscles pumping <laughs> <Bumping> meat. <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why I watched wrestling as a kid. You want your five star matches? You want your 30 minute classics? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> I'm crapping up. Ooh. I'm crapping up. That's the best one. I'm crapping up. <laughs> so, with that introduction, big meaty man is slapping me. So, uh, um, <laughs> what could I say about this match? It, it was just like the introduction. It was it was Hobbs and Miro. <laughs> now I'm laughing again because I'm reading this. The fans chant slap that meat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, this this had to be one of my favorite fucking matches. It's just two big dudes. 
bumping meat. <laughs> like for real. This is serious. Like I can't I can't technically break this one down at all. It just Hobbs hit the spine buster fucking at one point in the match. <laughs> one of the biggest big man matches I've ever seen, says Nigel McGinnis. <clears throat> so in and in, in towards the end of the finish of the match these motherfuckers start hitting each other with lariats. Like they hold each other's arm and hand it with clop, like clobbering lariats. And every time they did that, you heard meat, meat, meat. And even with a superplex, oh, meat. You know, it was crazy. And it was just. It was chanting meat forever, like everything, like just crazy. Yeah, the slap that meat chant, and me being deaf, that was hilarious. Like, that was funny. It's, it's, it's crazy. So, they just pounded meat, okay? And, and, uh, Miro says, game over, first time. He gets them in, um, the game over submission. And yeah, Hobbs escapes, blasted him with a spine buster. Miro answered with a spine buster of his own and locked in the game over for the second time. Hobbs taps out. <laughs> and it says here, Hobbs ran out of options, says JR. <laughs> Do you mean Kelly Kelly? Because I swear to God, Kelly Kelly was in here. Because don't JR get like a fucking entrance? Because I swear to God, JR was not there. Yeah, this did have a standing ovation, and they had the predator handshake. You know, the in the arm squeeze and shit. Yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. Like, this can lead into a fucking tag team. Man, what kind of tag team name would they be? They can go for the fucking titles. So, high blindsides them. And beats him down, grounds and pound, and Miro's real life wife, which she's not being named on here. This is the official AEW site. She's um her Titan Tron said hot and flexible. Seriously, it it did. I don't know why the fuck it said that. Miro's wife comes down, she cracks him with a chair and um, Miro grabs the chair and smacks Hob over the head. Miro walks away without embracing his wife, which is true. He's like confused. All right. So this is something that was really funny too and sad at the same time. I saw, just like the Shayna Baszler round the Rousey thing. You know how everybody said there's that bathroom break match. Well, yeah, this was the bathroom break match. Unfortunately, I didn't have to go pee. So, <laughs> I was in the good. Um, <laughs> so, I watched this match. This ain't nothing to ride home to. Actually, the funny part is that this is Chris Dacklander versus Ruby Soho. The funny thing is that Tony Storm crawled out the ring. I'm pretty sure with no ring gear. She was in draws um, in a robe with the Marilyn Monroe fucking hairstyle. Spray paint Ruby Soho. 
Statliner hits the um, what is that finisher? It doesn't say it here, but she hits it with the uh, wait, that's what it's called, Sunday Night Fever. I, oh yeah, she don't she don't have the alien gimmick no more, right? So, uh, it was called something else, Galaxy Driver, or whatever like that. I don't know, but she uh, ended up pinning with Ruby Soho. But what was funny? Was after they bought the show, the like the video package for Ricky Stars and Brian Danielson. Um, Tony Storm was still on the ramp, right? And she's doing the whole thing when they when they cut the camera, or whatever. Before they, you know, she's doing the whole spray paint thing in the air, or whatever, like that. Acted all crazy, and it gets dark, right? It gets dark, so you can't really see anything. But if you're sitting by the stage, you can see everything. Like, you can even see the producers and wrestlers watching or whatever like that. Um, so, uh, Tony Storm realized Chris Statlander is walking up the ramp. So, Chris, so Tony Storm starts selling the fact that, oh my gosh, she's going to whoop my ass. She's looking back, she's running, she's looking back, she's running until she gets to the part. And Chris Statlander just kind of goes with it and then just gets to the part where, you know, when they go to gorilla's position and she just fucking just busts out, start cracking up. <laughs> so like, I couldn't blame her. It was kind of funny. <laughs> it was kind of funny. I saw that shit. I was like, oh my God, that, that's, that's hilarious. Um, so... This match had no right to be this fucking great. Let's just say that. Um, this is Ricky Starts versus Brian, the American Dragon, Brian Danson, with the final countdown. Da -da 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 -da. I never liked his um, this debut AEW theme song. I I I dreadly hate that song. That that is weird. I, and they, I guess the band wanted a lot of money, but I guess Tony just said, fuck it. We're getting Final Countdown for you and Okada, and that's going to be your thing. And, you know, um, so, yeah. Um, but before that, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat came out. Now, this is the first time I see Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And this is, so, at the collector part of it, my man explained each belt he had the ecw belt which shane douglas had he had the the intercontinental title that macho man randy savage and ricky steamboat feuded over with the red w it had the rick flair belt the ron simmons world's heavyweight championship when he won in wcw it had all these belts and i said man i can't take a picture of this table he's like no nah. because it's like four hundred dollars to take a picture with these belts i'm very serious. And I was like, man, fuck, man. Like, damn, I really want to take a picture with the belts. But yeah, it was it was crazy because I was like, oh my god, this is this is the actual Macho Man Randy. I was I didn't want to touch him, but he was so cool to let us buy the you know thing. We didn't touch him, so we just like, oh my god, like look at this. Like you could like man, you could tell this is a ECW belt. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, oh my god, this is so, like, the original ECW belt, the Eastern Championship Wrestling belt. And, um, it was,
it was so cool to see those belts the room the wing eagle the the big wing eagle like it was all there and it was like comrade thompson's like personal collection you know that's rick flair's son-in-law so of course he has rick flair's belt in there too um so now to the strap match right this strap match was brutal all right um not as brutal as um Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen, but it was pretty brutal. Um, uh, let's just say they both got busted open. Um, let's just say Danielson whipped the fuck out of Ricky Starks. Where, like, I have a habit, I have a bad habit, I'm pretty sure some people do too. When you sit, like, in the higher seats, you have a bad habit to look up at the screen. But, I was trying to train myself to look at the ring as much as I can. And I think I did a good job this year. And um, I looked at the ring. And I said I wasn't going to record anything. Because then I have to record the fucking Titan Tron or whatever. The only thing I recorded was the Will Hobbs mural thing. That was the only match I recorded. I took pictures before that, whatever like that. But I just sat down and just genuinely enjoyed the match. And this strap match with Ricky Steamboat. Man, crazy, right? So they just beat the fucking living hell out of each other. Let's this point pinpoint that. Big Bill, which I don't know why they changed his name. Oh, because his name is William, so you know Big Bill. I guess that makes that makes sense. I, I keep thinking Enzo's coming though. Yeah, I still hope Enzo's coming. Uh, you know, maybe maybe they can start a faction or whatever. I don't know. What led up was uh, I think Ricky Stark was opposed to join. Uh, Brian Danson offered him to join the fucking Blackpool Combat Club. We got to say it. You bleed with us. You bleed. Or something something like that. I don't know. I ain't about to recite that. But anyway, Ricky Steamboat pulls Big Bill down. And um, I think he started chopping him. Did he chop him? I'm trying to read. Let's see. Ricky Steamboat pulled Big Bill down. Danson jumps off. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm I'm pretty sure Steamboat chopped him. Big Bill got on him, and Danielson took him out. And then fan says, "This is awesome." I didn't know they chanted, "This is awesome." Like I said, I'm half deaf. And Danielson had a broken arm, so uh, Danielson started step stumping starts. Uh, Danielson applied the label lock, then took the strap and wrapped it around Ricky's throat, pulling it black uh, back. And starts lose consciousness, and that was it. Yeah, um, that was it. That was um, the match. Starts did not tap out. He, of course, he made a statement. He he did not tap out. He didn't refuse to tap out. He passed out. Probably was murdered. <laughs> so Taz joins the commentary team. I didn't know that. So okay. So. This match actually made me real mad. This is Eddie Kingston versus. Uh, this is Eddie Kingston with Shibata versus the Blackpool Combat Club, Wheeler Yuta and the former ROH champion Claudio Casanoli. Um, this was hard hitting. You know, it's an Eddie Kingston Shibata Claudio Casanoli match with Wheeler Yuta. So anyway, let's just say this, okay? It was hard hitting. Um, 
Eddie hit shuriken's and lariats, but it wasn't a, enough. And all of a sudden, um, Shibata had fucking um, Yuta in this fucking chokehold, and he wasn't letting go. <laughs> and but led to like Kingston getting European uppercut, and um, Claudio won with a European uppercut. I was like, wait a minute, that's a shitty finish. I'm like, I think, I'm like, European uppercut? Like, I don't know. So, anyway, we go to Kakesha. Is he just Takesha now? Hold on, let me see. The cleaner Kenny Omega versus Kakesha. So, this match was everything. It's a Kenny Omega match with Kakesha, who's trying to replace Kenny Omega by Don Callis. Even to the fact where he's hitting one-wing angels. No, no, that was Kenny. Kenny was hitting one-wing angels. Um, this match was really fucking good. It was really good. Um, Kakesha moved his uh, knee pad and hit him with his own version of the V-Trigger in the one, two, three. Okay? And that was it. And we had an eight-man tag. Um, the tag team champions... FTR, Cash Wheeler, Dax Hardwood. I do it for my daughter. I do it for my wife. I do it for my family. And um, the Young Bucks, Mad Nick Jackson against Bullet Club Gold, the Bang Bang Club. <laughs> you know what? I must say, Austin and Colton Gunn added on to the Bullet Club of Gold. It's like the best thing, to be honest with you. Um, their dad's technically was in the Bullet Club, you know, so, you know, why not, I think it fits them, because the Bullet Club's like a really long running faction, I don't know why they have to be go, they have a partnership, I guess because Jay White is banned from New Japan, unless he makes another match, whatever like that, yeah, they had this, like, this, uh, stipulation with Kingston beats him, um, Jay White can't wrestle in New Japan no more. Um, if, King, if Jay White beat Kingston, Kingston couldn't wrestle in Japan anymore. So that's what that, and Kingston won. Um, they had the same the same stipulation in Japan as well. So, but anyway, this match was okay. It was good. It was a uh, I wouldn't say high spot e. Let's just say for some reason, why do Cash really think he's a like? A flippy flopper, like he's, you know, he like old school this, old school that. But next thing you know, he's doing tope suicidas, he's doing hurricanes, he's doing the young buck shit. It was crazy. But um, hold on, we, for some reason we skipped down to Mox and Orange Cassidy. All right, let's see here. Uh, so it was yeah, it was a super kick party and Young Bucks. Yeah, the fans were chanting Young Bucks. They were uh, some people were trying to hijack hijack that match, but it wasn't. They didn't. They started chanting AEW. Um, it was positive vibes because I kept getting asked, "Did they hijack the show with CM Punk's chant?" No, they didn't. They started off with Cole Cabana and fuck CM Punk before the show even started. And I guess security told people to turn their shirts inside out. There was a lot of people showing up with CM Punk's shirts, and they told them to turn them shirts inside out. So, I didn't even know that. I had a Black Bull Combat shirt on, so, I don't know. 
I was been over CM Punk. I already, I already told you how I feel a few episodes ago about that. But yeah, um, yeah, they hit like the big rig, the big t- like each other partner hit like each other's tag team finisher, but it wasn't enough. Jay White hits the fucking Blade Runner on catch, and Austin pinned him. One, two, three. And they had a little small argument. I don't know if they're going to have like a continuation of the feud or whatever. Or is the Bang Bang Club going to go out? You know, because the Guns and FTR has a fucking history. Maybe Juice and White is going to go after the belts. And then, you know, the Guns going to go right back at them. I don't know. So, this was a pretty good match. This is the main event for the AEW International Championship. Orange Cassidy, they gave him the championship uh, walkout, whatever. You know, where everybody walks out with him. I don't know where they get that. I don't know if he owned that. But they got that um, that walkout shit um, for both. Um, even Statladder joined in for Orange Cassidy. So this was a really good match. This is a good development of Cassidy. Cassidy was hurt, I guess, legit, and he needed some time off. Cause they they kept we we talked about it when we got back to the room. They kept hammering home about how Orange Cassidy, how many times he defended the belt and everything and this and that. I guess he was legit hurt. So um, so we keep strolling down for some reason. So it was like. This was a hard-hitting match. Orange, orange uh, doesn't bleed orange. He bleeds, he bleeds red. And um, let's just say that he was the only one bleeding. I don't think Moxley was bleeding. It was like power drivers on the floor. There was beach breaks, beach breaks on the floor. There was drop kicks to Moxley's head on stairs. There was an orange punch. He went for a third one. Orange, um, Moxley countered with the cutter. I'm just giving the rundown on the last match, last moments of the match. Orange hits the orange punch, then separate Moxley, um, Spears Moxley for a pinfall. Um, I think I want to touch on this. Then Moxley, I mean, then Orange Cassidy puts two hands in his pockets. He gave him the lazy kicks, and the kicks got more aggressive as they went. They got from lazy to let me kick him some more. Let me see what happens, and to. Motherfucker, just go down. <laughs> it's like, why won't you go the fuck down? You know, just kicking him. Kicking him, kicking him, kicking him, kicking him. It's, like, it's just like straight up development. Like, this dude is not, like, Orange Cassidy is, is the real deal. So, Orange Cassidy flips off John Moxley. John Moxley grabs Orange and spikes him with a very high... Death Rider. That's what they calling it. It used to be the what was the fucking name called? Uh, um, fucking shift something something shift something. Um, I don't know. So they gave him the Death Rider. I guess I guess he's is now called Death Rider. It makes sense. Um, and we got a new AEW champion. And as we, as they went off the air, Orange Cassidy had a standing ovation and I hope he heals up pretty soon and I don't know man um he had a really good title run and I think Moxie's gonna 
elevate that belt some more because, you know, he's a multi-time AEW champion. And he dropped the belt to Ray Phoenix already. So, uh, I was told that Moxley was supposed to take a vacation. Then he, you know, went ahead and wrestled some more because of the whole CM Punk controversy last year. So, I guess Moxley about to take that well-earned vacation. Um, so, overall, the match, like, the, the show was super lackluster. Like, the announcements and everything. I ain't like how the, everything was getting announced at the last minute, whatever. Like, I ain't like that. Um, like, the strap match was announced the night before. And I didn't find out till we got in our draws and about to get ready to go to bed. And, and I think I heard then, like, Ricky Starks just challenged... Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat for a strap match, but it was Brian Danielson that answered. I'm like, it says Dragon. You know, like, oh, okay, cool. That's gonna be a good one. All right, that just changed my fucking mood. Yeah, I was actually looking out when I went there. I was like, oh man, fuck, man, it's gonna be a fucking horrible show. But then I was like, this show rocks. This show is pretty good. Um, uh, probably one of the best, one of the best all outs they had, honestly. Because it was unexpected. Because um, to me, most of their all-outs been like duds to me. Especially 2020. I don't want to talk about 2020. <laughs> they were all duds to me. But uh, so for this one. This one was, that was definitely a good redo of 2020 for me. I, I enjoyed it. With StarCast on top of that, it, it, gets, uh, it gets a 4 out of 5. Um, when it, if I had to put get a rating, a four out of five for AEW All Out. Now I don't know about their video game. I can't say shit about their video game, but let's just hope it gets better. Um. So anyway, folks, I'm over my time, and I'm I'm pretty sure the wrestling podcast gonna cover this with with more speculation details and you know speculations and party marties misguided rumors <laughs> I look forward to it um you know that's that's it folks I don't know if I should plug a social media or not but look check it out bad news network you know if you want a podcast you want to do a podcast hit me up read the bad news at gmail.com I will produce your podcast for a fee um, <laughs> uh, it's a small fee. It's a small fee. All right, it's a little small fee, but I'll definitely produce your podcast and everything. Um, uh, pro wrestling tees. Um, oh, I forgot about. I forgot the short joke. Okay, so I forgot. Um, Van paid for a picture with Sting. It didn't pop up in the photo op thing, so he can download it. So he went to the girl, I'm assuming that works at Pro Wrestling Tees. So she knew who Van was, so she said this out loud. Uh, she, she she was on the walkie-talkie. She's like, yeah, I'm with the, the tall, light-skinned guy and the short, dark-skinned guy. And my face immediately go, what the fuck did you just say? And she looks at me, she's like, okay, which one are you offended by? 
I, like, she knew she offended me somehow. I go, I've never been called short in my life. I don't give a fuck about the dark skin part. I've never been short. But compared to him, he's short. I'm 6'1! Like, but yeah, but compared to him, he's six. He's like 6'3, six 6'4, six six, of course. But I'm 6'1! She so like, I'm five foot. I'm like, I might as well be your height. I'm like, I might as well be your height. Like, she's like, all right, you're you're tall. You're tall. No, 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 no. You don't get to take it back. You don't get to take it back. Everybody heard it. I'm short as fuck. <laughs> she said, look at this beautiful black man. I'm like, no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> we started cracking up because we were just joking. It was just... I think she probably obviously had pro wrestling training. This is so funny. Nobody recorded it. I wish somebody recorded it because it was a good. It was good interaction. I, I liked it. <laughs> I, I feed into people's energy, so she feed into mine. I feed into hers, and then we just we had this like this interaction. It was pretty funny. We was making people laugh. So towards the end, when everything got all settled, because her boss walks in like, "Ain't this man a beautiful black man?" He's like, "Yes, yes, he is." I'm like. He don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> People were like cracking up. It was just funny. And uh, so before she got bad information and it was all said and done and he gave the pen back, I made sure I touched the beam <laughs> without my tippy toes. She's like, I get it. You're tall. You're tall as hell. <laughs> I was like, I just had to drop that knowledge. <laughs> My man started cracking up after that. It was it was a fun time. I gotta say, it was a fun fucking time. Um, I don't know if I'm going to Survivor Series or not. Hell, I don't know if I'm going to Battle at the Creek. I don't know. But, but yeah, this is it. Uh, go to Pro Wrestling Tees. Cop that shirt. Bad News Vine 810, Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, might have a fight lineup. Everything's not finalized yet, so I can't make a announcement uh, on that. Um, but it is very, 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 very close. So, but hey, thank you for checking me out, and I'll catch you guys later. Stay groovy. Homies used to just say, any streets don't play. Life is precious always. Count your blessings each day. Mom and dad gon' pray, hoping that we get safe. And all the lies that we take will lay here in these graves. Tombstones with their names, heat without the propane. Sunshine and no rain. Say a man is gon' change. Say a man is gon' change. Maybe just in your brains. We will savage your tank, pray to die, y'all pray, man. This ain't a fucking game. Lord, niggas better hit the floor. Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo, shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules. Kill or be killed, man. That shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you live in anyways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo. Oh shit. Thinking they don't know this. Case closed, bitch. Change every day, you never know shit.
running and we gunning, nigga. Welcome to the jungle. Dog eat dog, never heard of a muscle. All about Uno, keep your mind in the shuffle. Cause niggas in the wild, everybody under fire. Desert storm living in the knees and every size. Draw two, draw four, drop their ass every time. You put your key dealing, get your money, Lord willing. Just trying to eat 30k in the ceiling. No heroes or villains where we living is a prison. Better watch your back, cause they wipe you off the map. 365, it's a war where we at. All this added pressure, just asking for a blessing. Let's say you get the pine body bag or a stretcher. Riding no limit, all real, no gimmicks. Trying to make a living while you're shorty at the clinic. Niggas country slipping flat like you in the kitchen, goddamn. Homies used to just say, any streets don't play. Life is precious always. Count your blessings each day. Mom and dad gon' pray. Hoping that we get safe. And all the lies that we take. Lay here in these grace Tombstones with their names Heat without the propane Sunshine and no rain Say a man is gon' change Say a man is gon' change Maybe just in your brains We will savage your tape Predator your brain Man, this ain't a fucking game Lord, niggas better hit the floor Bullets ain't got names Ain't no foreign territory Like, woo, shit we're from bad news. Everybody know the rules. Kill or be killed, man. That shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you live in, anyways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo. Oh shit. Thinking they'll know this. Case closed, bitch. Chance every day, you never know shit.